what's up dudes what's up dude welcome in uh to the podcast here we've got what is this week 11 week 12 um right before thanksgiving we've got a fun show for you guys here um getting it in early so um welcome in garrett Braden. How, how are you guys doing doing well man it's uh it's our it's baby boy Braden's birthday today yeah Happy 30th Br- birthday man the big 3-0 yeah i think he's gonna want to unmute so that he can uh talk but it, congratulations buddy that might be nice can you hear me now let's go we got him <laughs> yeah it's a little uh technical difficulties there but no i woke up a little creakier this morning not gonna lie uh you know that something about turning 30 just you just completely different but no i appreciate the uh the shout out fellas you guys are the best it's an honor to be on you with the pod on my b-day this morning so on a, on a wednesday morning at <laughs> eleven thirty central time we're coming to you live got my starbucks <laughs> there go. we go. A little bit different happen. mood for this pod. It's for the fans. Garrett, you've been 30 for what seems like years now, I guess five months. Um, me, I'm still a young 29 for a couple more weeks. Um, and I think that uh, that young man's mentality is, is really going to help me out here the rest of the season. Um, Interesting. Take, full but... exuberance. That you exude. Well, we're we're, we're going to get into it here shortly. Um but <clears throat> Braden and I may have made a trade here an hour before the trade deadline, and that's uh, that's gonna gonna get some uh, some chatter going. But I, I just want to do some quick league recaps to maybe set the stage for uh, what set up this trade here. So, um, you know, give me some league last week, Garrett. You beat Justin as predicted. Five straight. Let's go. Yeah. On fire. You take over sole possession of first place in the league. Um, Getting after so, it. Congrats. Eight and three now, right? Team turned it around, man. Three and three. I was bottom of the league every single week in scoring, and I've been top three, top four, four of the last five weeks. And uh, here we are. I'm pulling yeah. together for the stretch run. Love it. I Getting still the right think time. Your, your team has imposter syndrome, but they have been top three, three out of the last four weeks. So, I like, what? Four out of the last five weeks, Garrett. So, I mean, hats off to you. Braden, your team put up a stinker versus Matt. You fall to five and six, and you and you drop from fourth place to sixth place. Yep, and now it's scratch and claw season, boys. Um, it's, I mean, at this point, it's like now nothing – you know, my, my destiny isn't in my hands anymore. You know, I can, even if I went out, if ever, you know, if the two guys ahead of me went out, they, they get the fourth spot. So it's a little bit, it's a lot more stressful on this end. That's for sure. I was hoping to pull it off. So we'll see how it plays out. But, um, you know, the dream of having all of us in the playoffs, it's, it's in jeopardy right now. It is in jeopardy. Um, myself, I, Lost to Keaton last week. I had Mark Andrews go down on what the first drive for the Ravens, and he put up a big week. I put up a big week. I, I scored the second most points in the league last week, but but Keaton put up the most, so I fall to seven and four and into third place. Those are always Only the top four the, teams. The worst losses, man, and it happens multiple times a year. It seems, but they're it's, just it's, devastating. Last week and this week were the first two weeks of the year where the, uh, a team put up the second highest score and they lost. So Luke had the bad beat last week against Braden. I had the bad beat against Keaton. Um, those are 
those are tough to bounce back from. But, you know, with only four teams making the playoffs, Braden and I, we had to make a move to, to try to improve our teams. So uh, the, the big trade that happened here right at the, the, the deadline this year, I traded um, Chris Olave, Adam Thielen, and Isaiah Likely to Braden for Dalton Kincaid and Jaden Reed. Yeah, I mean, I mean the value is clearly on the Braden side here. Clearly, yeah. I mean, um, Zach, you're only able to make this deal um, due to the emergence of Tank Dell. Um, you have Christian Kirk, Josh Downs, Jaden Reed, Rashid Shahid. DK I mean, it's it's really it's really Tank and DK that allow you to make this deal, um, and you and you lost you lost Andrews. So I could see I could see why you made the deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, on an outsider's point of view, I mean, Braden just gets an absolute steal here in, in getting in getting two consistent or what seem like consistent wide receivers. Braden, how do you feel? Yeah, you know, it was really, you know, I was not, well, I liked how this trade came together. It came together pretty quick. It was like, here's what we want. Do we want to do it? It moved. It was really nice. It wasn't like one of those just really tough trades. Half the time I hate getting into trades and you're just like banging your head against the wall, like trying to figure out stuff. And it was nice and easy, but um, I didn't want to give up Kincaid. And he originally offered a lave straight up for Kincaid, which would honestly be a pretty fair offer straight up. It was better than what I offered. Yeah. But for me in my, in my situation with my starters, you know, I had McLaurin as, as my wide receiver too. I had, Jalen Warren as my flex and I'm facing Keaton who is the highest projected total in the league. So, and it's a must win for me. So I was like, I need to get some, some guys. So no, I think, I mean, I think it's a win-win you're in a position where you can give up your depth and get a great tight end who has a chance to be a game breaker the rest of the year. And I get my starters that I needed. So I think it was a really great trade and we're a great partner in this whole thing, Zach. Hey, right back at you. I feel like the last few trades I've made, there hasn't been a lot of haggling. Um, I did, you know, do some haggling around the league. I'm sure we all did. Garrett was talking about how he was he was trying to work out some trades here. I was messaging Keaton about his top tight ends. I was messaging Chris about his top tight ends. And Braden was the only one willing to do business. So I uh, hopefully keep that top tight end profile. I've got strong running backs. I got I got a, I got a good roster for it. So I just I had to complete the build here for my playoff push. You know, this isn't the first time that Keaton has held on to a player that he will literally never start. Um, yeah. and, and, he, and he just continues to hold on to him when you can get value that you could start. I mean, it, it is tough to see like who he'd put in over Jamar or Tyreek, but I mean, you got a flex spot open that you're rotating in Gus or Javante. I mean, I could see Olave and Thielen for Laporta. I mean, I, I, I'd do that all day if Laporta is your number two. <laughs> Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have gone as hard for Laporta as I as I did for Kincaid, but for Hawkinson, I would have absolutely done the same trade. Um, but he said he had Hawkinson in that same tier as Travis Kelsey. I said, if if I own Jamar Chase, I don't feel confident starting him the rest of the year with Jake Browning as their quarterback. I I think Jamar Chase could put up a. I mean, he had one point the entire game until they got a garbage time drive and he got a one yard touchdown, like. I just, I think Jamar Chase could could be the the killer for him. So, um, just to to wrap things up for for how our league is sitting, uh, Garrett, your first eight and three, me and Keaton second and third. Um, we got two teams at six and five. Chris is is the leader there. Then Tom somehow, and then Braden there at five and six, um, along with Luke. So everyone's scrounging for that that 
top four uh, seeds. I've done the math, Garrett. Although you have eight wins, you are still it's still technically possible for you to end up in the bottom four bracket. Uh, if you lose out, Braden and Luke win out. Tom beats Justin this week. Chris beats either Matt or Keaton in the next two weeks, and Keaton would also have to beat either Chris or Eric in the final two weeks. I if mean, all of that happens, you will be the seven seed. I mean, that that's that's wild. It's wild for you to even be bringing that up. I'm on a five-game heater. I do have a tough schedule here coming down the end, but like, as long as I keep putting up points, I think I'm going to catch Luke in points. I'm definitely past Tom in points. And Tom and Luke are the two six and five teams, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, if one, even if two of those guys catch me, I might still have points on them. So I, I'm feeling like I'm in a pretty good spot. Yes, I definitely need one more win to lock in playoffs. But I mean, as long as my team just puts up performances, I could lose in shootouts to you and Keaton and still be sitting just fine. You just need one, and, and you should be sitting pretty. All right, let's move on to a quick Dynasty League recap. Dr. Piss beats Brayden. Uh, sole possession of first place there. Brayden, you fall to five and six. You're in seventh place, which has got an absolute battle for the sixth seed between Keaton, Brayden, and Nick, who are all have the same record. Um, oh, and, man. Dr. Piss yeah. pissed all over my heart. But I'm happy for him, man. The guy like sold everything and has just been on a tear. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an inspiration to us all. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more people that um, start getting their degrees in uh, in I think it's pissology that he's a he's a doctorate in. So um, truly an inspiration there. Garrett, you stop. Take a class. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, you stomped Justin in both leagues. Uh, you're in second place in the league, looking great. Justin falls to 0 11. I mean, he's in last place in both leagues. Crazy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a combined three. And I think, what is 19. it? It must be three and 19. Man, that is brutal. That's <laughs> a tough year. So bad. Yeah, I lost to Eli pretty much completely knocked my chances of, of sneaking into the sixth seed. Um, so Eli, he owns my draft pick. Um, there's, he's sitting in the the three and four spot for best odds in the, the draft lottery. So his rebuild is, is looking pretty good though. He, he could still somehow sneak into the sixth seed if he gets lucky and, and Braden Keaton and Nick all choke. So um, yeah, that's the, the shit dynasty league. I think the trade deadline there goes all the way through week 14. It, it's, once the playoffs start a little, a little bit later in that one. Yep. Um, all right, let's get into our puff puff pieces here. I just had one uh, funny headline that I wanted to read. Um, Tommy DeVito, the starting quarterback for the New York giants who uh, still lives at home with his parents uh, this week said, I don't have to worry about laundry, what I'm eating for dinner, chicken, cu- chicken cutlets and all that is waiting for me when I get when I get there. My mom still makes my bed. Everything's handled for me. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> the legend. The Italian stallion. <laughs> yeah, and he got his first win as the starting quarterback last week for the Shreds Giants. the commanders out of nowhere. Man, he's been so bad every single time he's so played bad. or just been in the game. And then right when I was talking about flex plays and and a wide receiver being better than him, he goes out and scores 
25 yeah, points. 22, but yeah, that, that's what you get when you throw two touchdowns, one or three, one, one 50 yarder to Saquon. That was crazy. I yeah. know he did take nine sacks, so that, that Commander's D still feasted. Yeah, he still got 11 points, even though they, they lost and gave up over 20-something. Um, speaking of New York quarterbacks, Zach Wilson was demoted to QB3. Um, is that uh, – who would you rather have, Tommy DeVito or Zach Wilson? <laughs> Tommy DeVito, because he's more unknown. Honestly, he could progress. He could. Um, this is crazy. And then last one here, Joe Burrow. He's on IR. Um, is he done for the year then? Yeah, they said it's season-ending surgery, which is crazy. That is brutal. I, I mentioned season. earlier Mark Andrews, uh, likely an IR candidate, likely out for the year, but maybe the Ravens will get him back at some point. Um, yeah, it's, yeah it Joe like Burrow. That... Sorry, you go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say it sounds like he's – for sure going to be out for the fantasy season. He could yeah. get it if it's like deep playoffs for them, but I think he'll be out for sure for the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, just brutal. Garrett, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I'm sorry. I am uh, multitasking a little bit here. Um, the trade deadline is in one minute, Garrett. It is in one minute, and <laughs> I just agreed to a deal. So. Oh! <laughs> I need to push it through? You have one minute, Garrett. I know. I... Let's see what happens here. I thought you were talking about work. I was like, oh, he's got no, some emails. This no, this work. man's this man's Can we get it in. Uh, it's accepted. Let's go. <laughs> Holy crap. At noon it was accepted. <laughs> this is gonna require some live reaction. There is a lot of players involved. I'm just gonna immediately push it through. All right. <laughs> Trade deadline's passed. Whoa. <laughs> Did it not go through? I mean, I'm obviously going to adjust rosters. It was rosters. accepted, which is... It yeah. was accepted beforehand. So either way, but um, I don't know if it went through yet. Wow, this is a I, live trade. This is the be- This is the perfect time to have the pod right during the trade deadline. All right, I'm, I'm going to read it off here. So, so Garrett made a trade with Matt. Uh, Matt... We'll be getting Garrett Wilson, Justin Fields, Dalton Schultz, and Kyler Murray for Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, and Royce Freeman. That's massive. That uh, I I was discussing it with uh, Matt last night, uh, a deal surrounding Josh Allen, and didn't really know how it was going to go, and hit him up live on the pod here at about eleven fifty one. I was like, "We doing this or what?" And he's like. I'll do the Allen trade. And I'm like, here's the offer. He's like, deal. And <laughs> it came together. Had, I had to sneak one in. I was just saying I haven't traded all year. Had to get it done. That is so wild, man. Had a That's... surplus of quarterbacks. So why not go get the number one quarterback to uh, bolster the roster a little bit? Incredible stuff there, Garrett. Um, I mean, I would say that uh, Garrett Wilson and Dalton Schultz are – no slouches. Um, they're startable assets most weeks. And to, to just upgrade from Fields and Kyler to Gabe Davis for those two guys, I mean, I can see why Matt would do that for sure. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Josh Allen has a buy still remaining here. Um, yeah. Kyler does too, but uh, Justin Fields doesn't. So, you know, he's feeling like he's going to get locked in quarterback play rest of the year here. He doesn't need to worry about the buy next week. Um, 
I don't feel like I need to really worry about the bye next week either um, since I was going to start Sam Howell anyway. So that's okay. Well, there you awesome, go. man. Way to wheel and deal a multitask there. <laughs> yeah, just... sorry. I was, I was a little quiet there for a second. I was, I was trying to wrap this thing up. Well, understandable. Uh, we, we got it done. Yeah. Love that late-breaking news. I'm shocked that we had a trade go through at 11.59. Um, <laughs> Madness at the deadline two years in a row. or No, not two years in a row. I think two years ago and now and now here yet again. Yeah, that's big time. All right. Um, the only other things here that I just wanted to shout on were the waivers. Uh, the big get this week was Zach Charbonnet, um, a top ad in a lot of leagues. He went uh, for the $38 this late in the season. Um, and then the next highest was 31. Then I got the Chiefs defense for 12. I think the next highest was three. But they've just got a juicy schedule of four out of the next five weeks. Had to do it. For sure. Uh, Braden did the same thing with the Browns last week. He dropped 13 on a defense because they just got a juicy schedule. So Yeah, right before Deshaun Watson went on season-ending IR, which I was like, oh, maybe I would have put a little less in. But you got to <laughs> shooters got to shoot. Yeah, and I held Charbonnet all all year through ten weeks, and I dropped him right before kickoff last week because I needed to, I don't know, a position, a defense, or something. But that's the worst. Um, One of the worst feelings of fantasy, but it always happens. I didn't need Charbonnet. You know, hopefully Eric enjoys him. Oh, yeah. All right, let, let's let's get in. We've got a lot to cover here, so let's let's get into our our budding stars. Um, we talk about guys that are in less than fifty percent of leagues, less than twenty five percent of leagues. Uh, that uh, we think you should, you know, either stash or it could be a flex play. So, Garrett, you want to start us off this week on uh, who, who's a guy that that you like that's owned in less than fifty percent of leagues? Yeah, I mean, Ty Chandler's still underneath there, um, under that fifty percent mark, and money. I mean, he, he's by far the best running back in Minnesota. Madison is absolute trash. But, I mean, Madison's still going to get his carries. He's still going to get his. Um, but, I mean, I just like Ty Chandler's touches a lot more. So, um, it was kind of the same thing that Akers was starting to do. Um, I don't know that Chandler is better than Akers, and it's going to probably be matchup dependent here. But, I mean, I'd start Ty Chandler over Alexander Madison any day. 100% agree. Ty Chandler, he's God. Alexander Madison, he's trash. <laughs> Braden, who's your guy that's owning less than 50% of leagues? Yeah, I'm going over Sheed Shahid, and he's been a kind of a favorite highlight of mine throughout the year. And he, I mean, he's been really solid but inconsistent, and, you know, there's been some question marks. But, you know, with Michael Thomas out and Derek Carr coming back, there's a chance that he could emerge as at least, you know, 1B in this offense for sure with potential for more. I mean, you know, Olave and Carr just didn't seem to have that connection previously that could change totally but i mean i think he's worth taking a shot and he's almost free i don't think he's picked up in a lot of leagues so um yeah i just think it'd be a, a solid pickup yeah right after i traded you Olave, i picked up shaheed so <laughs> uh, my guy uh that i want to talk about noah brown houston texans wide receiver still owning less than 50 percent of leagues um i think that that houston offense is rolling i want pieces in it it's crazy but um, C.J. Stroud is, is getting it done. You know, Tank Dell, Noah Brown, Nico Collins, they're all, they're all good assets. So, um, you know, he's a, he's a good stash at least. Um, Garrett, who is your guy 
in less than 25% of leagues. There's just not a lot out there. And I mean, why not go for the best handcuff in the NFL? We've probably had him on here before. I, I would say absolutely we have, but it's Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Great pick. Um, I, I think it's fair. Yeah, San Francisco running back. If, if CMC goes down, gotta gotta have Mitchell. Uh, Braden, who's your who's your guy that's owned less than twenty five percent of leagues? Yeah, I went with Michael Wilson. Um, I could have gone Jaden Reed here, but I feel like he's got a little more buzz. So I went Wilson because I think some people are dropping him after the injury recently. Arizona hasn't really been cooking yet, you know, at least for the wide receivers. So. Um, I still, you know, the schedule is still there. He's still talented and, you know, he's still a good kind of end of bench guy. If you have the room to potentially have a big end of the year here. Yeah. I, I also like that Jaden Reed shout out. That's why I included him in the, in the trade that we just made. Um, my guy that I guess I'll, I'll, I'll give some love to is Jamison Williams, Detroit wide receiver. It's, it's going to feel disgusting, but you know, what better time to break out than on Thanksgiving day, you know, kind of like a Randy Moss performance, three catches, 150 yards, three touchdowns, <laughs> Jameson Williams, welcome to the NFL. Um, will that happen? Probably not, but it, it could, you know, he, he could be, he's got the talent for it. So that, that's exactly saying pick him up, pick him up and start him this week. Everyone do I'll play him in dynasty. I don't care. My season's done. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Uh, all right. Um, Ooh, our next segment here, I, I added it because we mentioned it before. Garrett, do you have a conspiracy of the week? You know what? I I, I don't. I, I, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. So we'll say it anyway. Yeah. And I read the headline to you guys earlier today. Um, but Mac Jones may have leaked the Patriots quarterback plan for this upcoming Giants game. <laughs> what does that even mean? On, on purpose, not on purpose. Who, who really knows? But at the very least, Mac Jones, outside of Bill Belichick's words, has basically said he's starting the game this week. Bill Belichick's trying to be all hush-hush, saying basically anybody but Mac Jones is going to be zappy. It's going to be someone else. Nope. Mac Jones says it's him. So maybe that's just part of the whole like smoke screen here. Maybe he doesn't play. To maybe add he on to this, I think – I think there's a 100% certainty now that he doesn't play. If, <laughs> no, no, if, if Bill Belichick this. is like, hey, keep this quiet, but I, we're going to start you, Mac. And Mac goes, hey, everyone, I'm starting this week. Bill's like, nah, F you. We're starting Zappy this week. You'd probably cut him, honestly. Like That's the kind of thing where I don't even know if he'd have – it'd be no nonsense. I'm, I'm curious, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting, but that seems like a thing that Bill Belichick would – not like at all. Yeah, I mean, yesterday's news was Bill Belichick saying, when asked about the quarterbacks, he was like, I've told everybody on this team to be ready to play. And that's all, and that's really all he was saying. But he, he did uh, definitely benchmark last week in the two-minute drill. Yeah, um, wild. Interesting, interesting strategy there. But, yeah, well, I guess we'll see what happens. So not, not, yeah, the, not the craziest conspiracy, but we'll they're, see. They're coming off a bye, so who knows? Um Okay, well, thank you for your, your conspiracy of the week, Garrett. We appreciate it. Um, but, but now it is time to get into our Thanksgiving Day special. We've got three games going on Thursday, um, and we're going to be picking a full lineup. Uh, each guy gets a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, two flexes, uh, and a defense and a kicker. And we're just going to do a snake-style draft live on the pod. 
I'm going to do a random number generator to see who gets the first and second pick. And then it'll just, like I said, a snake draft. Um, and we'll go for it. So you guys ready to uh, to pick a number between uh, one out of a one in a thousand? <laughs> sure, sure. All right, Garrett, what's your number? Uh, 444. Okay, Brayden, what's your number? Ooh, uh, let's do 636. Ooh, I will be picking 443. <laughs> and as a reminder to everybody, I, uh, I did win this last year. Just had to throw that out there. So <laughs> trying to saying. trying to repeat as a champion here. I the number forget, is in. So thank you. And the number is 799. It will be going Braden Garrett Zach. All right. Woo! So Braden, the matchups this week, we've got the Packers at the Lions, the Commanders at the Cowboys, and then the 49ers at the Seahawks. All righty. So where do I start here? Is it just my first pick of any of the You're guys You're the first available? pick in the draft. Yeah. Anyway, you can pick quarterback, you pick running back, wide receiver, tight end. I don't care. Defense. Well, I'm for sure going to pick defense. First. I'll tell you that, Mike. Brandon Aubrey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, oh, that is difficult. I mean, I feel like I have to go Christian McCaffrey here. Yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> CD Lamb is, although CD Lamb is very interesting, but of the running backs that are sitting there, and it seems like there's more depth in the wide receiver room. So I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Seems like a, a no-brainer. It, it does seem like a no-brainer. I am going to follow that up with the aforementioned CD Lamb. I think it Cut. just uh, it m- makes the most sense that he's the best player available. Against the Commanders, too. That's so juicy. All right. Um, I do need to take a look at the, everyone that's available here. Um, I think... Oof. I got to fill out... I wanted to, to, you know, maybe go for one of those one-off positions, but I got to go with, with the flex plays here. Amon Ross, St. Brown, seems like a lock, locked and loaded guy for sure. Uh, so he will be the pick three. And then uh, for my back-to-backs here, pick four. Oh, man. Do I go with Pollard, Gibbs? Can I get a running back later? I, I really don't know. I think I'm going to go with uh, Jameer Gibbs, back-to-back Lions. Damn. Ooh. That is what I was hoping to uh, pick there, but uh, it makes sense. He's he, Again, I think he's probably the best player available at that point. Um, I'm just going to keep it with the Lions, and, and I'm going to grab a running back here. I'm going David Montgomery. Okay. All right, so this is this is tough. So I, I get two in a row here, right? Yes, you do. Oh, okay, so it's not as tough. All right. Not as tough. Um, so I will go – let's start with Tony Pollard. Yep. And then I'm, I'm kind of waffling between these 49ers receivers and DK. Um, I, I, I feel like the choice is Ayuk here, but I have this, you know, I keep seeing all this stuff about how Debo just crushes the Seahawks. So I'm like a little nervous, but I, I, have to, I feel like I have to go Ayuk here. Okay. Brandon Ayuk it is. Man. Garrett, you are back on the clock. Oh, I'm going to go. 
I'm I'm, I'm going to lock in DK here. I think now now is the time to grab him. Um, I I don't want to I don't want him to slide anymore. That's uh, that's my guy. Okay. Oh. Well, I am going to lock in the Cowboys DST for my third <laughs> overall pick. I knew it was going to come here soon. Yep. <laughs> um, Got to get those one-offs. And then yeah, there's there's four good quarterbacks. Like I, I, I know that some might be safer than the others, but I think I can wait another round on that. Um. These running backs, they're all kind of nasty now. I think the top four were, were pretty easy. So, you know, I think Brayden might have just talked me into it. Let's go with, hmm, golly, this is tough. Golly. Let's go with Debo Samuel. Lock it in. He can definitely win you the week. That's all I need is one week. (laughs) All right, Garrett, you were back on the clock. Yep. Um, Man, I just also don't love this spot. I know. Um, It's starting to get get nasty. Brian Robinson's a tough start this week against the Cowboys. It's a good team. He's been using, been playing more in the passing game, so I could see it. Kenneth Walker, is he healthy? Is he not? Charbonnet's Kenneth Walker ruled out. Is Charbonnet the back this week? It's it hasn't been official, likely. but it's more than likely. But they play the 49ers. <laughs> That's not a defense that you really want to go up against either. Right. Um, I am going to just go elsewhere and go for the biggest potential at tight end and go with Kittle. That's who I was between at my last pick, Kittle or, or Debo. So. I would have for sure gone with him with my next pick. All right, right. Braden, you get back-to-backs. You've got two running backs and a receiver. Oh, this is tough. Um, Well, I feel like there is a clear best wideout on the board, so I just – I feel like I just have to go his way. Um, I'm going to go Tyler Lockett. All right, Tyler Lockett. And then that brings me to a – I feel like I have to look at tight end here. Um, I, mean, I guess I don't have to. There's one tight end spot. But, you know, is there enough of a clear distinction between Jake Ferguson and Sam Laporta? I think historically, yes. But lately, I mean, I could see Jake Ferguson having a massive gain against the Commanders. So, ooh, that's tough. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to bypass tight end, and I'm going to go for Dak Prescott. Yeah, there he goes. It's been on a heater. There will be no stack for you, Garrett, with your CD lamb. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Brock Purdy. Really, Garrett? You sure about that one? You I'm sure about sure. that? I, I'm, I'm sure. That's, that's my guy. Well, that means I can wait on my choice between Howell or Goff until my last pick. Um, so I've got back-to-backs here. 
I will eventually need a kicker. Do I go kicker early? (laughs) (laughs) Who do you even go with? I think the choice is somewhat clear, but I mean, kicker is such a wild card. You never know. Right. Um, So, man, these these options are just not good anymore. Just digging in the mud. Yeah. I think I am going to go with... I've got back-to-backs. Let's go with Jaden Reed for the Packers. Love me some rookies. I think that's a terrible pick, by the way. And then... Brian Robinson for the volume there. All right. You know what? I I kind of agree with you, Zach. It's just there's there's so little you can do here, Zach. I think you're one flex too many. Oh, I am one too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I will keep Jaden Reed and I will lock in, um, Jake Ferguson as my tight end. Um, what I was going to say is I, I just don't feel good about anybody here, and I'm just going to kind of let it go down to the last pick. I'm going to lock in my kicker while I have the chance. I'm going Brandon Aubrey. Okay, wow. Garrett loves his Dallas kickers. <laughs> so, Braden, you have three picks left. You need a tight end a defense and a kicker <laughs> all right um i think well i gotta go 49ers d i think that's the clear best defense on the board left great great pick um and then it's between the kickers i'll go riley patterson riley patterson detroit kicker all right Garrett? I mean, I get to pick the last defense. I get to pick the last flex play. Um, and I'm just going to I'm gonna do the flex play last. So why not? Um, we're going to go with the Lions D. The Lions DST. And so I'm left with a kicker. Um, we've got... Two indoor games. So we'll be picking between Anders Carlson for the Packers, or is it is Joey Sly the kicker for the Commanders? I believe yep. Joey Sly is the is the, Yikes. the Commanders. Uh, yeah, Anders Carlson. You know, hopefully Daniel's little brother gets it done for me this this week. All right, Garrett, with your last pick, might be a little bit of a surprise here. Uh, I'm going Romeo Dobbs. I like it. Did I pick my quarterback? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, I missed. I skipped saying my quarterback. Yeah, it's it's Jared go Goff. All right. Yeah, go. I had two in a row. I'm going Jared Goff. So now, Braden, you have the last pick. Uh, tight end. Got to go Sam Laporta. All right. Although I think Logan Thomas is slightly interesting there. Just because I feel like they're going to be checking it down a ton, but I think you got to go Laporta. So... 
to quickly go through everyone's lineups here. Braden, you had the first pick. You've got McCaffrey and Tony Pollard as your running backs. You've got Brandon Ayuk and Tyler Lockett as your wide receivers. You've got Dak Prescott as your quarterback, Sam Laporta as your tight end, 49ers D, and Riley Patterson. Uh, Garrett, you have the number two pick. You go with uh, C.D. Lamb. Uh, DK Metcalf and Romeo Dobbs as your wide receivers. David Montgomery is your lone running back. <clears throat> uh, Brock Purdy is your quarterback. George Kittle tight end. Lions defense and Brandon Aubrey. And then me with the third pick. I've got Amon Ra, Debo Samuel, and Jaden Reed as my wide receivers. Jameer Gibbs is my lone running back. Uh, Jared Goff is my quarterback. Jake Ferguson tight end. Cowboys defense and Andres Carlson. Pretty, pretty balanced squads here. I, I feel like no no team has a huge advantage after the draft, other than maybe Braden with, with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, having C-Mac just automatically gives you a, a good head start. Um, you, you assume he's going to be the top scoring player out of all flex plays, um, but things can happen. I was definitely tempted with C.D. Lamb at uh, against Washington because like, he could just eat, but... Um... Yeah, I feel like, yeah, with this the scarcity of running back there, you had to go McCaffrey. Um, I think the better way of putting it is going to say feast, given it's Thanksgiving. Hey, but, uh, nice one, Garrett. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, so we've got those, those locked and loaded. Um, and I think that we were hoping to bring back a, a segment from last year that we haven't done it all this year. But I think it's time for a little Juana Talk Trash. Um, this week, Garrett and I, uh, Zach, play each other in both the Gimme Some League and the Shit Dynasty League. You know, with the trade deadline passed, we said doing our who's higher, figuring out trade values. It's not as important. You know, it's pretty much just waivers and you're stuck with who you got. But uh, Juana Talk Trash, we've got, you know, playoff matchups, playoff implications, so we're gonna we're gonna try to get a few more of these in here the rest of the year, um, but I'll, I'll kind of let Braden maybe run this segment and uh, and ask us our questions. All right, fellas, huge show down here. We got the two titans at the top of the league. We got Bishop Sycamore, and oh gosh, now I'm forgetting the name of your team, Zach. <laughs> but we got Zach versus Garrett. It's with a Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has risen indeed. That's what it is. Uh, the, the two Titans, Zach versus Garrett. It's going to be a great showdown. So um, we'll just start. I mean, we'll just start point blank. Why are you a betty, better fantasy owner than Zach or Garrett? You know, vice versa. Who wants to start it off? I'll start it off. I mean, I think the numbers speak for itself when you just look at records, especially in the two uh, two leagues combined. I'm sitting at a 16 and six overall. Yeah, dynasty plays a little bit uh, differently than redraft, but I mean, in redraft, I'm number one too. Forget points. I know when to put up good performances and when I don't need to, and can still get wins. And then I make the trade deadline deal to go get Josh Allen the week that I play Zach. Because I know I'm going to need a big performance. Zach is going to put up numbers this week. I'm just going to put up a little bit higher numbers this week. And I'm going to squeak this one out. And that's why I'm the better owner. It's very interesting you say some of those points, Garrett. Yes, you are the one seed. But you are eighth in overall points. Um, I I don't think that can be understated. 
I would say first and foremost, I drafted an excellent team. You, not so much. I did my homework in over the summer, uh, and so that, that that paid off in the, in the early seasons. You got a little lucky with your matchups here. You know, I, I had my my bad beat last week. Otherwise, I'd be the one seed. But uh, coming down to it, there's really no positional group where I like your guys over my guys. Now you did just make that trade for Josh Allen. So you might, you might have me at the quarterback by what, two points, but my running backs, my receivers, my tight end now defense kicker. I, I find a, a, a tough to, to see where you're going to, where you're going to gain an advantage on me here this week. So um, I think that one seed is going to be coming right back to me after, after one week here. <laughs> Now, Zach, you did have the number one overall pick, so you got Christian McCaffrey. Of course, that's going to make you a good team. If you put Christian McCaffrey on Justin's team, he'd be competitive. So, I mean, of course you're going to be up there in points. I've had to suffer a Nick Chubb season-ending injury, a Garrett Wilson losing Aaron Rodgers, and I'm still here. I had to deal with Jameer Gibbs and Ramondre Stevenson all year, and now they're getting hot at the right time. I manage this team well, and I, I've, I've put myself in a position to make the playoffs, and I'm ready to roll now. Now, I do want to correct you. I had the number two overall pick. I had my choice of one or two. I chose number two because I said I'd rather have McCaffrey than Jefferson because I was doing that homework, Garrett, you know, and so far it's paying off dividends. All right, all right, fellas. I like the heat here, and I will say it is pretty stark how – you know, Zach, I mean, you showed us your draft board. You had this whole strategic, you know, plan. And it's kind of stark how different your seasons have gone where, you know, Garrett's been more – actually, a lot of his picks have worked out now. It just they've gotten hot later in the season, and he's, you know, kind of built his team over time. So you do kind of see those stark differences. I'm not saying that you haven't had some great waiver pickups, though, Zach. But anyways, um, you know, from here, I mean, let's just lay it out here. Who won this matchup, and what do you guys think the final score is going to be? Honestly, I, I was choking this one up as a loss or chalking this one up as a loss um, until the deadline. And man, I really do think that this is going to put me over the edge. Zach, you have to have, or I, I have Josh Allen going up against Philly. They are giving up the 30th uh, points to opposing quarterbacks. I mean, they're just high scoring games and you know, Buffalo is going to go out there and score. And then positional value alone, you've got Justin Herbert going against Baltimore, the second ranked against quarterback so far this year. So, I mean, stark difference. I already have the number one quarterback. Yours is number three, but that's okay. And I've got Gibbs over Monty. Monty's going to not get a touchdown in one of these games, and they're going to go to Gibbs. And this is going to be it. On Thanksgiving, Gibbs has taken the turkey leg, and he is bringing me this win this week. I mean, you make some great points there, Garrett. But the question was, who's going to win the matchup and what's the final score going to be? I'll let you know. I'm winning this matchup, and the final score isn't going to be close. I'm talking 125 to 98. Garrett, your team struggles to score over 100. Um, and I think that this is this is just where your streak is going to end, you know? All streaks have to come to an end at some point. You've won five in a row. Congratulations. But uh, it, it, your time at the top is done. I will be taking over that number one or number two seed from you. And uh, and that's just how it's going to be. You know, the, I, the only way I, I see Garrett winning this matchup 
is if his tight end, Taysom Hill, goes off, okay? If, if you get a, a three-point performance out of Hill, sorry, buddy, maybe next week. Yeah, that's, that's certainly a possibility. But, I mean, yes, early season, I did score under 100 points fairly consistently. But I've been scoring over 110 fairly consistently over these last five, or at least over 105. We've got four games over 100, three of those over 113. Yeah, I put up one stinker, but hey, I, I still got the win. Like I said, I, I knew when I could have my bad matchup, and Jameer Gibbs still got me 27 points that day. I feel like I'm going to be all right. All right, guys. All right, who do you think is going to be your top scorer this week? Who's going to really carry your team to this victory that you both believe you will have? I mean, it's going to be one of my quarterbacks. It's either going to be Josh Allen or Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah i mean i think quarterback's the easy pick here but but I, I would rather focus on the x factor um you know another easy pick is is christian mccaffrey for me um so i'm not going to mention him but i think the x factor here is that tight end spot i paid a lot to get a top guy garrett's got the quarterback of uh of buffalo i've got the tight end dalton kincaid if Kincaid gets one or two of those touchdowns, that is a weak killer for Garrett. Completely negates all of the positive, you know, points that he, he would get from Josh Allen. So that's the X factor here this week. Dalton Kincaid. I made the move to go get him. Now let's let's see if he can put up the points. All right. Well, you both made incredibly compelling arguments, I will say. Uh, do you have anything else to add before I, I decide who the winner is this week. I do. Um, I want you to base your decision on who has the longest hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we need to. Well, Garrett has a hat on, so we need to get some uh, kind I of mean, measuring stick. I uh, mean, this is not even close. This <laughs> next hair is probably the. It's, it's not the longest I've ever seen it, but I mean, it, yeah. it is. It's close. Dude, you had flow back in the day. It was gross flow, but you had it. This is longer than the gross flow from college, Garrett. This is this is adult man, just a gorgeous mane that's growing out right now. <laughs> the luscious hair. I love it. All right, boys. Well, I think I've come to my decision. Um, considering, you know, you guys have both had compelling seasons and have had great teams and I'm, you know, you both are set up for the playoffs. So I'm, I'm happy for you and hope I can get there myself. Um, you know, considering the storylines, I will say the fact that Zach came in with this, I mean, he literally sent us his spreadsheet of this plan that he had for the season and completely executed on it. You know, he's been consistently the top player in the league. Um, he does also have a stronger team this week. Now, I don't think that – I think you can upset, but I think I got to go with Zach on this one. Um, yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, made a bet, You know, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'm going with Zach on this one. Hey, Garrett, I think you've got a great team. I'm really proud of what you've done this year. It's It's been an inspiration to me. So, you know, no, no, no hard feelings. And actually, I was kind of hoping Brayden might pick you to win because I think last year there was a curse where whoever we picked to win these always lost. You know, so I'm hoping I, to break that curse here in 2023. I believe that's right. And honestly, Zach, I'm going for the sweep this week. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going 2-0 against you. I, I'm expecting to. 
he called me the loser. And like you said, the curse is going to continue. And not only am I going to win in the Gimme Some League, I'm going to win in the Shad Dynasty League. Yeah, we but, forgot but, to mention that at all. I will give you the Shad Dynasty League. I will take the Gimme Some League. It's an even 50-50. Everyone's happy. I can't quite agree to that because I really do need a win in the Gimme Some League just to, to really cement my spot in the playoffs. I guess I really don't care when it comes, but why not get it now and get it out of the way? Rest my players a little bit for the playoffs and be ready to go. All right. Well, thanks for running the segment, Braden. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to a couple more of those this year, but but we got to keep this thing rolling here. And before we get to the end here, we got to make our Stone Cold picks of the week. Um, you know, we've kind of been struggling here. Bye weeks have been killer, pushing down these picks and, you know, just some, some weird upsets. So, so Garrett, um, do you want to start us off this week with your uh, start of the week? Yeah. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry at home versus Carolina. Just a wonderful matchup. The games that the Titans do win, it goes through Derrick Henry. I, I absolutely can see that happening again. It's time for Derrick Henry to start heating up. Give this one last hurrah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, fun pick. Braden, who is your start this week? Going with David Montgomery against Green Bay. Um, you know, I just think the guy's a lock for, you know, some decent work and goal line work. So I just think he's going to have a solid week. Um, so if you're losing confidence with them, with Gibbs starting to emerge, you know, I think it's it's similar to an Alvin Kamara, you know, Mark Ingram situation back in the day. And he has a chance to, too, if they need to ice the game, really take over. Yep. I like that. My pick, Tank Dell um, at home this week against Jacksonville. He's an, a must start. Um, with what he's been doing there. Um, doesn't matter if guys are you know, coming back healthy or whatnot. He's got 26, 16, and 25 in his last three weeks. Impossible to bench him. So that's my start. Garrett, who is your sit this week? Going Joe Mixon at, uh, versus Pittsburgh. Um, I just don't really like what's going on in Cincinnati after you lose Burrow. I don't have a ton of faith in Browning. He might get a little bit more volume just because Browning's there. Maybe some catches out of the backfield, but I just don't see this being a touchdown game for Mixon, um, given a strong Pittsburgh D. And uh, that reason, he's got to be on the bench. Yep. All right. Braden, who is your sit this week? Going with Jalen Waddle at New York against the Jets. Um, yeah, you know, he's looked great out there still, and he's super talented. It's just he's the secondary option in the offense, and the New York Jets are the worst matchup by far against wide receivers. It's just it's brutal. So I think that combination and then the fact that the Jets can't even put up any offense, I mean, it could just be riding the, the running game the entire time. So I just think those factors, he's a good set this week. Yeah, that's a great pick. Mine, Saquon Barkley at home against New England. Um, Saquon got it done last week. Tommy DeVito finally had a good week, but the, uh, the Patriots are coming off a bye. I think that Bill Belichick's going to focus on shutting down Saquon and the Giants offense is just, it's, it's awful to watch. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't think Saquon's going to get double digit points this week. Um, and then we've got our sleepers. Garrett, who's, who's your sleeper this week? I'm going with Devin Singletary. Man has just been on fire recently. Uh, I mean, the rushing yards are there. Um, the volume's there. And 
I just like to continue. I mean, that, that Houston offense is just money. And with the passing game working, it opens up holes in the running game, and Singletary's showing he can do it. He's been having some big weeks. Braden, who is your sleeper this week? I'm going with Jalen Warren at Cincinnati. Um, he's The guy's looked incredible. And with the recent news of Matt Canada's firing, there's a chance that he could, you know, maybe they start giving him more work, or either way, the offense is just more efficient. So, um, you know, he already showed what he can do last week, and it's a great matchup this week. So, I, yeah, I think he's a great spot, in a great spot. A very underrated player all year. My guy, Josh Downs, at home against Tampa Bay. Indianapolis coming off of bye. Um, I mentioned Josh Downs as a, a potential stash last week. Uh, I would say I've got no issues here flexing him this week. If, uh, if you're looking for a flex, great matchup against Tampa Bay. And uh, I, I think he's he's got that league-winning upside for, for a, a rookie wide receiver. Um, so I like Josh Downs this week. And then our, our last pick, our random pick of the week, which running back scores the fewest points this week but still scores a touchdown? Uh, Garrett, we got... I went a little off the board here by not picking a running back, but he's a running back for fantasy. I'm going Kyle Juszczyk. That's a fun pick. Braden, who is your guy? Royce Freeman at Arizona. And then I went with Tyler Algier versus New Orleans. So that's a tough one to try to guess a running back who's going to get a touchdown but doesn't have a great week. (laughs) For sure. All right. Um, Getting close to the end here. we got to get into our dank flex plays. Last week, every matchup was super tight. Um, You know, there was a lot of high-scoring matchups, so it 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 was tough pickings. Um are you guys ready to get into this week's matchups? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. All right. First one here. We got Dolphins at Jets, Jalen Waddle or Garrett Wilson? Ah, oh, yuck. Uh, Jalen Waddle. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. I, <laughs> I I feel like I need to go against everything Braden says so that I can catch up, but I, I, I will go Garrett Wilson as well. Um. Steelers at Bengals, Jalen Warren or Joe Mixon? I'm going with Warren. Yeah, I'm going Warren too. Uh, I will go Joe Mixon. Um, then we've got Panthers at Titans, Adam Thielen or DeAndre Hopkins? All the way player so far, Adam Thielen. Going Thielen. I'll pick Nuke, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Saints at Falcons, Rashid Shahid or Drake London? Drake London. Give me Shahid. Uh, I will go Drake London. And then last but not least, Rams at Cardinals, Kyron Williams or James Connor. I'm going to go James Connor here. I'm going to go Kyron. Man, <laughs> I like all of Braden's picks, but I got to keep fading him. He's got. 58% correct this year. I've got 43%. So I, <laughs> I'll go James Conner. Um, and uh, I, I would say everyone just in your DraftKings lineups, go with what Braden said. He's he's the better at picking these matchups so far. All right. Um, that's going to do it here. We, we, we've made it to the end. Um, let's, let's get into the munchies this week, our snack. It sounds like a fun candy bar. We've got the Cookie Dough Twix. I went king size. Ooh, nice! That was a, that was a good call. I, I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, not yeah, I like 
Tw Twix are always elite. They're, they're one of the best candy bars out there. I'd say Twix are very underrated, but uh, but yeah, they're they're delicious. So adding that cookie dough here, I'm I'm excited. All right, no. let's let's get after it. Wow, Garrett, yeah. what are, what are your initial thoughts? Wow, wow indeed. Um, this reminds me almost like spot on of the Hershey's cookies and cream, um, which I was a huge fan of growing up. I'm actually going to say this is better because you have the little like cookie on the bottom, um, the whole that thing wafer. covered in chocolate, the wafer. I mean, this is really good. Um, I, I put it right up there with Twix. Honestly, I think that these are interchangeable. I think you gotta go with the classic, just given the chance. But uh, I mean, this is this is a good candy bar. Yeah, this has kind of blown me out of the water here. Um, I, I do kind of get some of those comparisons to the the Hershey's cookies and cream. I would say growing up, I love that cookies and cream candy bar. Having it nowadays, it's not as good. Um, but this, this is very good. I think this is better than original Twix. Ooh, okay. So I, I'm with you where the initial bite to me kind of tastes like Twix. I, I think it's a tear down for me from normal Twix. Um, but I'm also on that Hershey's cookies and cream, you guys, but I love that stuff. Like I, I'll still pick it up. Like not the king size or the king size too thick, but no, actually no, the king size is the way to go. It's got that extra cookie. That's what it is. But, um, I think I'm a little more down on this one than you guys are. I'm a cookie dough stan. I knew this was going to get big, big bonus points for me. Um, Garrett, any, anything else to add? I think I, I think I commented a lot. I, I mean, I, I'll rank it if that's where we're going here next. Sure, sure. Um, Give it a score out of 10 for, it's for candy. Be high again. I mean, we, I always rank high. It's just like my, my – my, <laughs> rankings need to be fluctuated knowing that i'm gonna rank high yeah um, your, your but, scale isn't from one to ten it's from like six to ten right and um <laughs> this is still gonna be in the nines uh but it's gonna be in the low nines i'm gonna go nine one nine one love it brayden how are you feeling that's candy i honestly i don't know if i'd get this one again to me it's it's a replacement level candy bar like i feel like it's at a tier for me where I'd pick a bunch at that level. Um, so I, I think I'm like more like a seven. I'm more like a seven. I'll say a seven, seven. seven it's so seven. good. It's just, it doesn't stand out for me. Yeah. I mean, what candy, unless it's just hot trash, isn't at least a six, you know? <laughs> um, for me, this is, this is elite. This could be on my Mount Rushmore of candy bars. Whoa. Whoa. I, I'm just... I'm loving the flavor, the texture, everything is working for me. Um, that said, I'm thinking 9.7 is fair. I think, you know, whatchamacallit is probably my favorite candy bar. Another one of those wafer, chocolate, you know, peanut buttery. Um, but this Twix cookie dough, it's, it's hitting for me. I would absolutely pick it up again. Well, dang. All right, how are we doing on time here? We're we're, we're pretty much at, at the hour mark. Um, I know we like to chat a little bit of Vikings, uh, but it was a bad week last week. Uh, we, we, we took the L Sunday night against Denver. You know, it was a game we should have won, but also we deserved to lose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. You know, yeah, I agree. I mean, been... um, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm mostly just curious to see what's next. I mean, 
I think you just keep rolling with Dobbs. He's, he's shown he can run the offense. Um, you win that game with probably better coaching and, and keeping your foot on the pedal. It was a horribly coached game and, yeah. and bet, big mistakes, you know, three turnovers to, to zero. Yeah, so you're, you're going to lose when, when you when you lose the turnover battle 3-0. And we had a chance to win. So just us being in that game was interesting. Um, Madison can't be in the game. Um, but, I mean, if, if what was shown with the pressure that was put on Dobbs and how he performed under that pressure continues, Dobbs might not be our quarterback here the rest of the year. Um I mean, I'd still put him as the betting favorite, but I could totally see Jaron Hall getting another shot here. Um, this week's it's Dobbs, and I think you get the win against the Bears going to the bye. Yeah, you know, it was rough because, yeah, we started off pretty hot, at least score-wise. When we got to that 17-9 point, we thought it was going to go our way, and then it just, yeah, like I said, took the pedal off the gas completely. But that Broncos D has been really, you know, a much more stout recently, so it's not – a totally embarrassing loss. I mean, they beat the Chiefs. So, I mean, and that's, the Bills. You know, that's significant. And the Bills. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I'd love to see, you guys know, I was talking about Nick Mullins before Do- Dobbs started to solidify himself. And I'd, I mean, he'd be great for fantasy. I'd love to see him jump in there. And I think he'd execute the offense well. Do I think they go there? I don't. But yeah, no, I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling pretty optimistic against the Bears. Sometimes we put up sneakers against them, but they're so horribly coached these days. I think we can, we can pull it off. What do you guys think? Yeah, I would like to correct one statement. I said we were horribly coached last week. I thought Brian Flores called a great game defensively. Oh, um, but I think that Kevin O'Connell called one of his worst games offensively of the year. Um, but I do see us bouncing back this week against the Bears, Monday Night Football. I've got tickets going to the game. My big question, Absolutely. Let's go. Do, I wear, do I wear my Color Rush Jefferson jersey? Do I wear the Jared Allen 69 jersey? Or do I wear a Vikings Christmas sweater? Oh, I think it's too early for the Christmas sweater. If I'm going to be totally honest, I mean, I love Christmas sweaters. It's after Thanksgiving, it is. But but wearing them at the game, do we have another home game before Christmas? Because then I'd say for sure wear the Christmas sweater. But if not, if we if we do have another game before Christmas, then that's the Christmas game. I feel like if Jefferson plays, you should definitely go the color rush. I think but I have to. Not- yeah, if Jefferson Regardless, plays. it's it's my favorite jersey. It's beautiful, magnificent. I For wear sure. it every every time I I, I get get the chance or it feels right. But um, if he doesn't play, I think it could be a toss up. You know, whatever you're feeling. Are you feeling sixty nine or are you feeling eighteen, you know? It's true. That's true. I, I think um it's, I think it's JJ this week. All right. Uh you guys got anything else at, here to add this week? Skull Vikes. May the best cool. man win in our in our uh, matchup this week, Zach. Braden, best of luck trying to work your way back in. Thanks, man. It's going to be happy a tight birthday. race. Thanks, buddy. And happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, good luck, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Pleasure to have you tune in. And just love you guys. Oh, wow. I don't think I've got anything else to add besides those. You, you two said it great. You know, best of luck to everyone this week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, Brayden. And uh, until next time, uh, later, dudes. Later, dude. Later.